0: Well hello and welcome to episode number 89 of Virtual Team Dynamics, the All Fire podcast. My name is Francis Norman and on today's episode I'm going to be considering some of the challenges and opportunities facing the new wave of resource projects we see starting out around the world. So there's some really interesting challenges and some really, really good opportunities out there and this will be more of a discussion and just some thoughts around things to try and do and things to try to avoid. So, what I'm seeing now is around the country here in Australia and around the world, the resurgence of new resources projects. It's happening in the mining space, it's happening in the oil and gas space, it's happening quite broadly in various different kinds of, often in new resources as well. And... um, I guess after what would be now maybe six or seven years of relative inactivity in a lot of these sectors, it seems that that teams are starting to reform, projects are starting to get going again. Companies are becoming far, far, far more optimistic about the future, um, or at least optimistic enough that they're going to prepare to invest some money in these projects. But what my big concern is, I guess, is that in the intervening years between the end of the last wave and where we are right now, um, a lot of corporate knowledge will have been lost from these organisations. Now, when you think back to the start of the last resources uh, uptick that we had, which would be probably 12, 15 years ago now, technology was nowhere near as mature, and by technology I mean the communications technology that we rely on, it was nowhere near as mature as the current technology that we have. I'm just really concerned that a lot of people working in these projects will look at that technology and think that that now is all they need to do to make their teams able to communicate and to make their teams function in a robust way and that really is not the case. You know I, I spent uh, I've spent almost 8 years now on a PhD studying this level of how people communicate within these teams and uh, talk a lot with people working in these teams. My research was all qualitative, lots of interviews with people along the way and fundamentally the tools themselves, whether it was brand X, Y or Z for video conference or for telephone or for audio or whatever, no one really cared. What they cared about was the ability to build trust and build relationships with the people that they were working with and that they were able to m- work within a sensible manageable timeline within an organizational culture that was supportive of what they were trying to achieve and with in the cultures of their profession and their location that let them feel like they weren't um, they weren't working too far out of their sort of normal uh, cultural experience um yes, there's linguistic barriers and so forth. But but fundamentally the tools that we see in coming through now are not the panacea to any of the problems with these with these situations. So back to the, the loss of corporate knowledge. When when the last wave of projects ended, most organisations firstly they shut down most of the projects that had been running when they when they completed. Then periodically they would have lost personnel either through Um, what they call, what's the polite terms, voluntary and involuntary separation. So either the people leave to go and do something else or the organization moves them on to go and do something else. But as all those people have departed, teams have been broken up and the knowledge and skills that those people have brought and built with them while they've been working in these organizations have also all been lost. So that loss of skill and loss of knowledge and loss of team interconnection is a huge challenge for a lot of these new projects you can't just simply you can't just simply do like we did last time around bolt a group of people together from various places around the world and say there you go you're a team get on with it well you can but what you'll find is the same as we found the last time that it takes a long time for people to build the relationships and build the trust and build the understanding of how to work together so we need to learn from where we were last time around. We need to recognize that last time around we made mistakes and that last time around we learned from those mistakes and of course made new ones. We also need to recognize that this time around we will make new mistakes but wherever possible it will be really, really good if we could avoid repeating the mistakes of last time. And, the, and a lot of the mistakes of last time really came from a sense of optimism that the technologists and the technology were all that was needed to deliver these projects on time and on budget, based on schedules and budgets that were developed to reflect co-located work, not distributed work. So the opportunities are there now for us to sit and reflect a little on where we were last time around to try and tap into some of the skills, rehire some of the people that were parts of those projects last time, if they're still available, and of course if they're interested in coming back into similar roles. But repopulate your projects with people with experience. If you can't find those people to come and work directly for you in, in similar project roles, then find ways where you can access their skills through... Um, different kinds of arrangements, coaching arrangements, mentoring arrangements, consultancy arrangements and so forth, but try and access some of those skills and some of that expertise from the last wave, from the last generation, and give those people the chance to bring their hard-earned skills and knowledge back into the workplace to work with the people who are then doing the next wave of projects. I mean, typically... These projects, the next generation for the next wave for every 10 years or so as these cycles roll around, it's the next generation of the workforce that actually takes on the leadership, and that's great. You know, People need to develop, they need to learn the skills, they need the opportunities, you need to be current, you need to be generating and, and propagating your future generations of workers. But we also need to make sure that those people don't get too badly scarred by trying to relearn things that the industry has already learnt in the past and to try and 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 along the way that the damage that's done to their confidence and their abilities means that we lose them into future generations so find ways to bring people back in where they can help and they can support and they can work with with their new uh, with their new generation of colleagues largely you'll find that those people are keen to do it They'll be keen to re-contribute and they'll be keen to be back in to be part of what's going on. And do that in every location, wherever your project may be based. If you've got people working in in Europe, in the US, in in Asia, in, in, uh, in South America or wherever, find the similar situations in each of those teams. Find the people who've been in those situations before, who've been productive and effective and efficient in those teams before and reintegrate them and reintegrate their skills where you can back into what you've got, keeping in mind again that you also need to be bringing the new generation along with you. Now, I guess my final sort of closing observation will be to also reflect on the rush to be first that we saw last time around. Now, the last time, the last big wave of resource projects, we saw everybody wanted to be first. So everybody was, was pushing and pushing and pushing on unrealistic schedules to try to get their project finished ahead of everyone else's projects. They were spending crazy amounts of money to accelerate projects, And then similarly having to pay more money to store equipment or to to defer work because the rest of the schedule just wasn't keeping pace with where the main project drivers and where the critical path parts were. So we need to go back to those fundamentals. We need to look at the environment around the projects that we're involved with as we start to get busy. And we need to learn from, again, learn from the last time around, remember some of those hard-earned lessons from the last time, and not be quite as... Um, gung-ho is probably not the right term but not be quite as, as, as passionate in terms of actually trying to be first you you will be much more remembered largely as the one that did it well than you would be as the one that did it first or second and yet in the, in the long run was found to have cut a lot of corners and spent stupid amounts of money to get to the point that they were at. So it's a point of reflection I guess, we're here now very end of 2018 or getting towards the end of 2018 it's certainly December we're five six years after the downturn that led to all the traumas that went through the resources sector we're starting to get this upsurge next year again we'll be busier I believe than this year so we've we've got a chance to try and learn from where we were last time and make sure that this time around we do it properly, we do it right, and we set ourselves up for a much more robust, much more predictable, and much stronger future. So I'll close off there. If um, I hope you found this interesting. If you have, then please do please do leave uh, leave a bit of feedback on Apple Podcasts or uh, or get in touch with me through the website, which is www.olfire.com.au. And of course, love for you to subscribe to the podcast feed and tell your friends about it if you think it's something that they would find useful and interesting as well.